The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO!
tried to hit him up. Now he wanna get him up, set it up and wet it up. Now from the hood, checking niggas on the daily. Started off BG, OG, baby. Real life homie, two heaters in my seat. Had to check a nigga at the conscious swap league. Where you from? I don't bang. Where you live? Where you hang? Say the wrong thing, then bang. Lights out, kites out to the homies in the pen. Crippin' in the city, we ain't letting cuz in. A lot of niggas camouflage, try to blend in to fit in. Get a hood rat so they can sit in. But if she got a brother, a daddy or a cousin, they hit your ass up like a motherfucker. Where you from, cousin? Suckers! Hey, yeah. What's okay. poppin' everyone? <laughs> don't do the stocks, please. What's your shit? Just don't do stocks. Do do the five time, five time. Oh shit went bang. Whoa, oh, no. there we go. <laughs> See what happened to the TV? Nah, nah. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Come on, man, it's pretty good. But. It's been it's been a big week in the the world of professional wrestling, Jeff. I mean, I won't say it's huge, but I'll say there's a few pretty noteworthy topics, and um, some are pretty bizarre in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Others, though, I don't know. I find this interesting. And you know what, Jeff? Did you hear about William Regal? I did. Well, I've heard a couple things about William Regal. So, which one are you talking about? They're 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 like almost polar opposites of one another. Well, let's get into it, actually, Jeff. Let's get into the first tidbit of news right here tonight on the extra, and uh, let's start with this. There's yep. there's really oh, legal, obviously, and uh, I just wanted to, I'll quote him in in what he said. If I get fired from the company I'm working for now for sticking up for WWE, then so be it. NXT UK was a passion project of mine to give a decent place for British and European talent to get a pipeline. So they could go to WWE and and have the chance. Not killing the indie scene in, in the UK? Not so people wow. make $25 an hour to make like $55,000 a year? Yeah, well, you could say that too. But he said, and have the charm life that I've had. If they don't like that, then they can get stuffed. That's him to AEW and TK in particular, Jeff. Interesting uh-huh. words. Does he want to get fired, Jeff? Part of me fucking says he does. Listen, what's he been doing? Nothing. When he first came on as a manager, I said, why do you have William Regal as a manager? 
And like I go, all these tweets in response. You don't know he's just going to be a manager. I'm like, mm, I think he is. And you know, but I'm like, you know what? You know, uh, you're right. I don't know that. Well, it's been three months. Yeah, he's just a manager, and barely that. He only comes out with them half the time. So yeah, I, I think you're right. I think maybe he does want to get fired. What is, what is what is being with the BCC, a faction which doesn't even make sense and only interacts as a faction occasionally? Done for him. nothing. It, it's got him employed. And by the way, for those who don't know. His son worked for NXT UK and is clearly one that has been brought over to NXT. That was what's his Brian something? Brian. Oh uh, man, I know his name, and they say he looks like Kenny Omega. Apparently, he doesn't look oh, like. He, 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 listen, he doesn't really look like. Well, anyway, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, the fuck. Uh, he he was the one who was on the Andre Chase University segment this week where he was uh, displaying, he basically looks like he's got Pete Dunne's face with sort of a beefier body. And and he does have curly, like sort of a moppy top, but not Kenny Omega, like 80s hairband moppy top. No, no, no. No, no, no. More like the Kenny Omega when he was starting out. I'll, I'll go to him now. It's more like Will Osprey hair than Kenny Omega. It, it, it's, not, it, it's not like... Uh, like white lion hair. Charlie Dempsey, by the way. Harley Dem Charlie Dempsey. No, Charlie, right. Charlie Dempsey, right. Right. I said Charlie That's... Wesley. I was close. <laughs> you were close. I knew his name, but I've kind of forgotten it. But uh yeah, this is the dude. I'll I'll bring him up in a minute. The dude. That's an entirely different guy. That's the big I'm Lebowski. The dude. The dude with attitude. And Facebook user in the comments has said, How dare you take away my twenty five dollars a night for a full time job? British wrestlers apparently. Right. <laughs> Why does that seem like Chris? It sounds exactly like Chris. That sounds oh. exactly like Chris. Chris, if that's you, give me a shell. Yeah. It, it, it could have it could have been the professor until the hyphen. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. the professor. That's probably I am the professor. Not watching NWA seventy four, and you know what? Who else is not watching NWA seventy four? Everybody else is not watching NWA. Well, Jeff, since you are watching it, you should be freaking doing a show about it right here on the PWC, man. Okay, even I if it's on your own. The gig is up. I am watching it. Um, it sucks. Okay. So, wait, wait, um, is it on right now? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, oh, the other no. thing William Regal said while you're looking for the picture of uh, yeah, I've, I've found Chelsea it. Green or whatever his name is, Helmsley. Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Hurst Helmsley. Um, <laughs> while you're looking for him, the other thing William Regal said is, don't spread rumors or gossip about me on internet. As a matter of fact, don't tweet about me at all. I mean, so, so he seems like a little bit of a, of a buttercup himself. Oh, definitely a buttercup, and there's his son right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Mr. Charlie, Sir Charlie Dempsey. He, I mean, obviously that's not his shoot name, but uh, he he might people look is... more like Kenny Omega than William Regal. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Firstly, Chris <laughs> and me are awesome. Chris apparently. <laughs> Who's Chris? So I was. So I, we I got him right. Someone with a with a pirate oh. name. You're right. It wasn't. He's Chris. I don't even know who he's. He, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, Chris but went you know silent what? of the Ams. <laughs> Scotland of the Ams. Yeah. He did go Scotland of the Ams. That's right. Um, but uh, now that just threw me off, Jeff. Oh, where were we? <laughs> what did you we say last? So Re- get we back were on track. William Regal taking up for NXT UK and saying, "If you don't like it, AW, get stuffed," because I have a job waiting for me. Yeah, and uh, apparently there was also other reports that Triple H definitely wants him back. I mean, I don't know how long Regal has signed up for in AEW, but uh, 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but I, I, I did read, and I don't know if this is on your list of stories, but that it has come down that both MJF and Jonathan Gresham requested their releases, yes. and they were denied, which, listen, if you have someone under contract, cool. The only thing is, against again, the hypocrisy. Tony Khan used to say, nobody who has to work here is going to work here. I, I'm never going to hold anyone against their will under contract. Well, liar, liar, mm. pants on fire again. Definitely pants on fire. I mean, he must be really panicking at this point, right, Jeff? Yeah. Does he think his pants are like a, a crack pipe? Maybe that explains why they're on fire so much. <laughs> uh, ding dong. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> hello. That's a good one. That's a good one and uh, and a bad Yala. one at the same time. <laughs> Yalla, indeed. Shout out to the Bin Hamin himself. And uh, I just wanted to show you one more thing, Jeff, before we move on. Since we want to talk about the comparisons, we'll not talk about it, but like, are you, God damn it, delete something. God Sorry, damn dude. it. Because, you know, good old StreamYard doesn't let you do unlimited, uh, like, pictures, which is which sucks, to be StreamYard honest. StreamYard limited. Yeah, unless you get the professional edition, apparently, but oh. that's not the case right now unfortunately oh, we're not professionals come on <laughs> well i would pay for it but jago pays for it so um but yeah check this out but, but he is practically a professional right he is true you're telling me they there's not any resemblance there uh, he looks more like kenny omega than he does william regal i yeah i'll i'll give him give him that now that's not what kenny omega looks like anymore no, no, no. This is I'm going back to his rookie days here. Like, yeah, obviously, no, not I, not total rookie, but like I could see it. That's right. That's the comparison. Although Kenny's probably bad. the better looking version of themselves, if that makes any sense. I mean, I don't know what Kenny's done to himself in the intervening time, but he looks better than. I mean, I mean, most people look better when they're young than when they're old. But he looks he looks weird. He looks like he's had like strange plastic surgeries or something. Nah, look, he's pretty banged up, let's be fair. But just talking about his face, man. Fine, fair enough. Well, let's move on to another crazy bit of news, actually, Jeff. This one's yeah. even more crazy, and this is very close to home, as a matter of fact. But it's Vinny Russo, bro. Bro. Oh. And this is this is the word on the street, but apparently, and this is quoting Russo himself, I've been keeping a little secret for the last two plus years. I want to come clean. Well, bro, I'm going to break the news to you on this show. I have not said this publicly before from March pre-Mania, bro. It was right before Mania in 2020 up until this past Mania in 2022. So basically, bro, for two years, I was consulting for the USA Network for two years, bro. The USA Network. They paid me very, very, very well. What the hell, bro? Um... Yeah. What do you think? Be I, honest. Be honest. It's okay. This is one of those things where someone would have receipts for it. And so he should show them in the form of 1099s, a contract. Sign. Because I'll believe this for a second, because it was in the context of I've been consulting for Raw. USA Network doesn't hire consultants for Raw. WWE hires consultants for Raw. USA Network hires consultants for advertising and things like that. And they ain't talking to Vince Russo about that. So I'm going right. to call bullshit on this. I'm sorry. Semi-boss, like twice removed. Yeah. Um, but well, if, I work for the guy, Jeff. Legit, no, I'm, so. I'm happy enough to be proven wrong on this, but <laughs> if so, show us the, the 1099s yeah. from 
USA Incorporated or Comcast Universal, you know, or whatever the parent corporation, whoever their bookkeeping went through and show us a contract that, that, that says so, because they don't do anything on a handshake. Not, not, you know, maybe they do with Dick Wolf at this point, but they don't with you or me. True. No, you're right. It's true. But I mean, what if it is a lie, right? Why would he lie about it? It doesn't make sense. I mean, bro, publicity, you go viral. I get it. I get it. I get it. And he will go viral. Just supplanted everyone at number one. Look, the one thing I do know for for a fact, right, is he was still very much in touch with Shane. Excuse me, with Shane McMahon. He's pretty tight with Shane still. To the who has zero to do with WWE. Right. Doesn't even own a share of stock. That's true. And uh, another Facebook user says, Vince had meetings with USA and Fox, but this is embellishment. That is definitely not Chris. That's who is that? I don't know. But uh, that, that reads like uh, like Smart Jimmy. No, 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 definitely not. 100%. It's too early for him. He'd be, I don't know if he's sleeping, but uh, people wake up to watch was. this show, Jimmy. People watch up for us, uh, wake up for us. Well, in Australia, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um actually it was it was the professor yes thank you prof professor what's well, happening um, you're typing it you drunk there you go prof speak <laughs> I, well, I, prof. Think I think that's nwa damage mitigation speak in edibles or something <laughs> <laughs> well you know what maybe we should bring prof are you busy are you at work or anything like that or you're doing your He's thing nwa 74 oh yeah that's right he probably is if you're not working, dude, and you want to jump in and give your thoughts, feel free, man. Just let me know in the chat. And, and or you, you can give us uh, breaking news on NWA 74 because I know that there's at least seven people on Earth interested. <laughs> man, like I said, if you if you do end up watching it, just do a damn show. Listen, just do it on I'm your not going to watch it. I, I'm absolutely not going to watch it. The only thing I'm I, the only thing I want to see is to know how much this heat between Billy Corgan and, and Nick Aldis is, and that would be proven by Flip Gordon defeating Nick Aldis on NWA 74. No way, there, there's there's not another thing of interest on this card. Nothing. Zero. Wow. And I want to say that so there was the a main? week where my favorite match of the week was Kratos Jr. versus Sal Ronaldo. So, so you know, don't, don't everyone out there call me a hater because ain't none of you saw that match. I did. Well, I love this. Uh, hangover uh, NWA, NWA party, and then who comes to an end? Is Professor card? getting invited? Makes shocked and these made noises. Well, if that's Chris, Chris, that's definitely Chris. Right? Look at look at, the more than... look at where the the asterisks are placed. I know it's so Chris, it's so Chris. You, you mate, you, Canadian. Feel free to join us. I, I just don't think you want to join us. So if you want to join us, Chris, you're more than welcome. You know that, dude. You don't even have to ask me. He's so if you want to jump in. Around. I mean, he's, he's got like what? more kids every week. Like pretty soon he's going to be like Mother Goose in the shoe or something. That's very true. So you know what I'm going to do? There's no excuses. Whoever wants to join. There's no can. excuse, so, Mother Goose. So yeah, I'm going to send Chris an invite. If he jumps in, he jumps in. Wow. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And, uh, and I'll send you, one to the prof too. You're getting a ticket to the chocolate factory, man. It could be the gold ticket. You don't want to lose it, bro. We want to hear what you think about the boss, bro. The sort of boss. I mean, my sort of boss. Jimmy's direct boss. Oh, man. That's it. I'm the real boss, bro. Bro. Anyway, where are we? 
Well, we just All finished right. with uh, mocking NWA 74 and um, Wait, is the main event here. really? Yeah, well, I was gonna say, is the main event really? Um, oh, that's not the main in... event. The main event oh. is worse. The main event is Trevor Murdoch defends his NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against the NWA TV champion Tyrus and Austin Idol uh, Sports Productions or whatever they call it, sports agency. <laughs> Chris says fails to join because you're drowning under all these children. Well, uh, there you go. Aren't we all? I don't Mr. even have my own child and I'm drowning under it. And I don't have any kids, so woo. I mean, I do have my own kids, but they're you I know, know, yeah. over 18 and both in college in Florida. That's right, because you know, you're you know what, you know what, Jeff? Do, do it's gonna sound stupid live on the air, but do you use Botox? No, I don't use Botox. <laughs> would, because, I, would I have these jowls? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm asking because no shit, man. For a dude your age, you, you've only got wrinkles, man. I, I do use a lot of moisturizer and toner. Oh, okay. That's probably what and it I, is. And I only use uh, like a, a expensive facial cleanser. Well, we got we got a special guest, Jeff. Yeah. We got the a professor? special guest. It's the professor. Welcome to the extra. Me? This, this somebody, somebody did call you. Mom, somebody call my mom. Are you looking in a manhole? <laughs> are you looking for it, Pennywise? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm in. I'm in the professor's laboratories right now. My, you know what, Jeff? In 3D, you scare me. I don't know. I'm just saying that right there. <laughs> in every D, I'm scary. <laughs> oh no, that's that's great, Prof. Welcome to the extra. I believe this is your very first time on the extra, man. And before we move on to other news, Tibbet, please give me your thoughts on Regal and also Russo. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Russo first because I remember uh, Bro was on, on his channel Attitude and he had his YouTubes. And uh, there was no secret that he, he had these, uh, he had a stream where him and Ben Hameen and I think Stevie Richards, they did talk about that they had these meetings with uh, Fox executives, I forget, uh, maybe about a year and a half ago or something like that. I, so I know I Vince Russo. So I know Vince Russo has always been, you know, on the phones with the executives. But like I said, in just my opinion, guys. I mean, you know, I'm not yeah, saying not, I'm not USA. I'm, I'm not saying I'm I'm 100 right, but I'm 99.7 percent sure they had these meetings. He did offer some suggestions, and you know, executives will take suggestions, Jeff. They'll write it down. They'll, they'll they'll keep it. They'll categorize it, and then they'll keep it for their own. Yeah, but you said they paid me very very well. Well, uh, yeah, like this, I, is, this is this that's is the, the embellishment part. That's the embellishment part. Sure. Well, check I this mean, out. Bro. If that's the case, I've been consulting for the networks, including TNT and TBS, mm -hmm. and on occasion, Access and YouTube. Oh yeah. We'll see. Did you read that, Prof? By any chance? Uh, no, I, I remember he, he said he let the cat out the bag that, you know, he's been working with USA for the past two years. So, you know, give or take that. Think about the ideas that Vince Russo brought, supposedly, because we have to look at the shows. Well, I'll it, be it, honest, man. Let me just, wait, wait. Let me just say this, Jimmy. Go for it. Go the for one it. idea that might make sense that it was a Vince Russo thing, the 24-7 title. Well, I mean, we, sure. we got to look at that. That's a Vince Russo 100%. idea. But then but then he might he has you know, trash WWE Raw shows because of that segment. So, you know, that's a little bit hypocritical. Number two, yeah. every NXT call-up. Look at the NXT calls up 
with Vince McMahon's regime. You know, you ruin characters like Keith Lee, the Bearcat. You ruin Karrion Cross. He looks like a dominatrix. You know, you give all these <laughs> examples that this could be Vince Russo-esque or Vince Russo-led uh, suggestions. Why would he trash his own ideas? You know, to keep up appearances. That's the way I look at it. No, no disrespect to it. But if he's giving out these ideas and then going on his channel attitude and going on his Patreon and trashing Raws and Smackdowns, you're part of the you're part of the, the issue. Problem? You're part of the right, yeah, right. you're part of the problem. This is the way Absolutely. I see it is that he's gotten tax refunds and he got money from the COVID relief programs and he's been consulting with the United States of America. And mm. that's, that's what he means. So so these are he's he just said these things in one paragraph, but they're actually two separate and distinct thoughts. Well, I just want to I want to point out and I'm sure you guys remember this, but back in TNA, he was doing the same thing if you remember secretly and then got found out unfortunately. So, I mean he has done this before. Second of all, there has actually been times where Raw is specifically Raw has felt like Russo-esque type of booking. And I've called that out many times on the Machismo. I've actually said this over a year ago. Okay, it felt very Russo-esque. A lot of the times it felt like there was a lot of Crash TV type of scenarios going around, which made it made me think, is Russo possibly booking this shit? But oh man, I don't I don't know what to think. I, I don't think he's lying, but someone in the chat says someone tell Vince Russo to take the to take a writing class. That's he good. won't have to pay back his loan. Oh god. Listen. Anyway. I think he's I think he's being very liberal with words and language and thoughts he knows that usa and comcast is never going to even address this um but the most vinso i'm sorry the most vince russo like segments i can remember were more than two years ago and that would be mm. both things with lana first with enzo then with lashley and beyond that would be ray mysterio with rhea ripley and he absolutely would and they still should put her in a dominatrix outfit <laughs> Well, you yeah, look, it, it, there is, there is a lock, lock the prof said the 24 seven belt. The 24 seven titles definitely, definitely Russo-esque. Um, there's a lot of shit you can point out. Look, I'm not saying this because he's my boss. I mean, I'll call him out. Right. But I just don't think he'd be lying. But if he is, Hey, yeah, I'm sucking dick. All right. But I just don't see him lying about it now. But if he is. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say. I'm a bit disappointed. I don't know why he'd come out with it now, but it makes things a little interesting, no doubt. And Prof, also, I want to get your thoughts on, on Regal and him possibly trying to get himself fired from AEW. Well, I, I mean, I look at the quote from Steven Regal. I mean, he is, uh, he's got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? He's done everything he needs, and he has, I'm not saying a loyalty to uh, WWE, but he has a loyalty to, to certain people within WWE that's helped his career get to a point where it is. Whether people like Vince McMahon or not, Vince McMahon played a hell of a role with William Regal's career. You know, he's Absolutely. actually talked about it, redemption, you know, rehabilitation, uh, whatever, all that stuff. And of course, Triple H, Triple H, NXT. I think that gave William Regal like a not not like a second life guys but it kind of like you know invigorated william regal's passion and of course he wanted to get the british wrestling scene you know open you know to an, to another level with nxt uk or now nxt europe in 2023 so 
give or take. I mean, William Regal, you know, is not going to trash the company like other ex WWE guys. So he's going to be, he's very, you know, diplomatic. And there's nothing wrong with being diplomatic. If AEW has anything, you should just applaud them, applaud William Regal's, you know, candor and honesty. No, I absolutely agree 100%. Jeff, were you going to say something? Um, yeah, if it wasn't for NXT and his role on NXT, I dare you say William Regal would not. Like, people think of William Regal as a legend now. He wasn't. He was just a, he was just a workman. I mean, I dare say that, that William Regal man's man, role Jeff. in NXT, he would be no more remembered than, say, a Randy Rhodes, Dennis Condry, or a Leaping Lanny Poffo, my other enemy. Oh, come on. Come on. That's a bit harsh, dude. Lenny, it's exactly accurate. Lenny yeah, everybody remembers Landy Poffo, Jeff. Everybody. Oh, you know, oh, 10, out of, got a 10 out of oh, 10 no. people remember Landy Poffo. <laughs> when you true. have a frisbee no, in your hand, Jeff, when you have a frisbee in your hand, you look at it, you think of Landy Poffo. It's the first thing out of your mouth. No, when I see when I see my fiance, I think of Lenny Poffo. <laughs> yeah. That too. <laughs> Tell me, Prof, have you seen that video of, of his fiance and uh, Mr. Genius himself? Oh, oh, oh yes. And he's fucking all good, bro. It's I felt so it's bad for him, man. I, yeah, it is fantastic. He, he, but you got to give Lady Puffle the bear her with the back cap, you know. <laughs> Look, mad respect. He still tries periodically, though. He's found himself plenty of plenty of young'uns over there. He, he has pictures with the new young'uns all the time. Oof. I don't even want to know how young they really are. But uh, yeah, look, I think Regal was a pretty great wrestler. Like, I mean, look, I first discovered him watching WCW, obviously back in the day. Not right? He's not a great As wrestler. A... I'm just saying that he is. I, I mean, listen, saying. Timothy Thatcher's a great wrestler too. Ain't nobody gonna remember him in ten years. No, yeah. Jeff. I I think I understand where you're going with Jeff, but I think again. You know, there's a value with William Regal within the industry behind the scenes. There's a value where the wrestling, you know, the business of wrestling will honor puts William Regal on a plateau higher than a lot of people. I, I, like I am, like a lot of the fans. Him. I'm not trying to slight William Regal. I'm saying if it I wasn't. I know you're not. I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that his value is just like the Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler's value in wrestling is higher than the fans even will give him that credit Absolutely. but wwe Absolutely. people wwe's inner circle will acknowledge brooklyn brawler being you know one of the top 10 guys in wwe history for them but not for the fans i get you jeff yeah i'm just saying that i think that if if not for nxt he'd probably be remembered for one thing and that is teaching goldberg a lesson in wrestling and and that would be it but because of nxt he's thought of a wrestling legend now probably well earned and you're right, probably behind the scenes and as a trainer and as a coach and as a, a mentor and as a story of redemption and an inspiration. Sure. I'm not, so I'm not trying to slight him. I'm just I'm just saying that without the NXT, you know, his on-camera role as the authority figure, which was so beloved by everyone, your more WWE, you know, casual fans and your IWC Ring of Honor with a budget fans. You know, it, it, it elevated him to a stature that he that far exceeded his professional wrestling career stature in the eyes of the consumers. I can see where you are both coming from, but we got another comment in the chat. Lenny Poffo revives a Lolita Express confirmed. <laughs> we don't know what's uh, legal there. <laughs> I don't even, like I said, I don't even want to get into that. But uh, look, I, I like this discussion between you two because I think both of you, 
Right. Both of you come up with some very interesting points. But uh, look, look, he's a legend, right, in his own way. Um, you're, you're right, Jeff, when you say because of NXT, it's kind of elevated him to a, you know, to legend status and whatnot. But to be fair, he has had a few good moments in both WCW and WWE. I mean, his last run, the King of the Ring run that he had where he became King of the Ring, could have been great if it wasn't for injuries. And, uh, I mean, apparently he could have been even world champion during that time. And I would have been cool with it. I was actually cool with it at that time. But it didn't happen. And and unfortunately, fortunately for him, guys, he's so lucky that, that Vince loved him, that Triple H loved him, because he was a heroin addict while being signed to WWE. And they could have totally got rid of him completely. But instead, they've always had his back, man. So... I mean, he must be—he must be very well liked. That's all I'm saying. And, and Jimmy, know? what is everybody, even the fans, you know, are saying that uh, William Regal should do more behind the scenes, or should be given more power behind the scenes in AEW? He could run Ring of Honor. He could do a lot of. He can mentor, just like Jess said, he can mentor a lot of those youngins in AEW Dark and Elevation to, you know, timing and, and you know, not do all the spot monkey shit. So you know, uh-huh. William Regal's got a lot of value that. Tony Khan hasn't even tapped into yet. Does William Regal want to do it though? That's a different uh, question. Please but, let me say this to as many people who will possibly listen to this. There is no behind the scenes at AEW. Behind the scenes at AEW starts at 2 p.m. on Wednesday and ends <laughs> about a half hour after the show ends, except on pay-per-view weekends and occasionally when they do a live rampage. That's it. There's no mentoring. Your entire mentoring is about five hours tops. The Big Show ain't doing nothing. Matt Hardy's not doing anything. Christian's not doing anything. Uh, Mark Henry isn't doing anything. Whatever they're doing is in the conversations that someone will have with them. And then we have, listen, I don't want to put down Adam Page. I don't know if this applied to one guy or another guy. But we have two generations of people say, I don't take advice from no one. Millennials. Got to blame them. (laughs) Millennials are even aging out of this this freaking generation Y and Z demographic of nonsense. I agree. What I pretty soon, or, 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 gener- or generation binary, Jeff. You know, because they don't even identify Ooh. either way. So that's generation Jeez. fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, fluid, yes. Uh, fluid or spectrum, it's interchangeable. with both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at the lessons Jeff is giving out. Right? Oh my god. Anyway, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's move on. Me love me. Let's of course. We all love you, Jeff. We all love Aww. you. But yeah. where's Lily, Jeff? Where the hell is Lily at? Bring Lily. <laughs> Where is she? You want me to send Lily? There she is. There she is. Don't worry about Hook. <laughs> Don't worry about Hook. Send Lily. Absolutely send J- Lily. Jimmy, you um, notice that Lily's got a satisfied face with uh, Jeff around. <laughs> Listen, have you like seen Molly what Hatchet he's... said? I'm just a satisfied man. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen what his fiance has done to to Lily <laughs> at all. Have you seen that, Prof? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I must have missed that. Was that on the uh, uh, Was that on the late hours, uh, Jeff? I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's right here on the PWC. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I think <laughs> it was recently, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But anyway, let's get on some other news because there's been an update on Samoa Joe's absence, guys. Oh. So, yeah, apparently you can almost hear the chance of Joe is going to kill you because the Samoan submission machine is on his way back to All Elite Wrestling 
As Samoa Joe has finished his Yato commitments for the television project he was working on during his time off from the promotion. Samoa Joe has been out of action from AEW and Ring of Honor since defending the Ring of Honor Television Championship against Jay Lethal at Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor 2022. The pro wrestling veteran was filming for the upcoming Peacock series Twisted Metal, a program based on a video game of the same name. Great game, by the way. Uh, the showrunner for the Twisted Metal series coming to Peacock, Michael Jonathan Smith noted via social media this weekend that the first season of the new show wrapped up filming on Saturday. This sets the stage for AEW and Ring of Honor return of Samoa Joe, who will be featured on Twisted Metal series on Peacock as the dual role of Sweet Tooth, the main character on the series, which is being voiced by Will Arnett. We will keep you posted right here at the PWC regarding the AEW or Ring of Honor return of Samoa Joe continues to surface i don't know if that really said too much though to be honest guys other than we assume he's going to come back but is it possible better be the goddamn co-star in every show of this in every episode of the show because if he has like you know 15 minutes over a 10 episode season his job was over in week one two i think small joe has been doing a perfect job he has a undefeated record of constantly defending that Ring of Honor television championship on all Ring of Honor television programs. What he has no other duties. He's he's committed his obligations. There, you know, until Ring of Honor has a television show, what's he need to do? He's got nothing to prove. Good point. Prof? Well, you know what? We've always known that uh, Samoa Joe is a little bit injury prone. I mean, the age he's, uh, he's at right now. So, you know, I'm glad that it, the uh, the absence is based on his uh, crossover Hollywood uh, ventures, so that's a good thing. So, but let's be honest: what does Tony Khan have for Samoa Joe, even as the Ring of Honor Television Champion? Where's the next? Uh, where's Dustin Rhodes? He should be going after that title. Where? Where's uh, Marco Stunt? He should be going after that title. I don't know. I'm giving you. Where's Caprice Coleman? He should be going after that television title. Give me. I'm giving you some names right now. <laughs> You know, where's where's some Ring of Honor like or some Impact wrestlers? You know, why don't Chris Saban just uh, cross over and just say, "I want to challenge Samoa Joe." And they had heat, they had history, so you could do That's that again. But they don't do squat for Samoa Joe, and he's the number one contender to the Ring of Honor Heavyweight t- Championship. So if he's gonna go, if he's gonna go after Claudio, if he's gonna go after the BBC, so so be it. The BBC. The BBC. Oh, I know what I said. Yeah, don't worry, I know what I said. The BBC. Okay. <laughs> Is that Breaking a big, news. British, <laughs> talking uh, about burying penis. the lead there, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look who's in the house surfacing from the sea of children. It's Mr. AMBS himself, Christopher Ams. Welcome to the extra, my friend. And look, I know I don't give you introduction, introduction any justice, so please introduce yourself. <laughs> Everybody already knows who I am, Jimmy. Uh, I'm Chris <laughs> Ams. That's uh, AMBS, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Um, yeah, I, I hear I hear that uh, Samoa Joe is uh, is back, so that means we're gonna see him once every four or five weeks, just like everybody else that's on AEW's uh, payroll. So that should be great for his career. He'll he'll show up, and sometimes he'll win, and sometimes he'll lose. And uh, Chris, when did you get a Lily doll? Also, mm, yeah, my <laughs> Lily doll's alive. You want to say hi, Freya? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up, Chris? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, now give me my earbuds. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently Joe was lost, then found, but uh, 
I still don't. I, I think, guys, he's not even happy, to be honest, man. I don't even think he even wants to be in his hey, company. And I think he's another one that um, quite possibly um, wants to come straight back to WWE. Oh, right. Prof. Tim Hortons, eh? Yeah, uh, Tim does he does he want to come back to WWE? I mean, that's that's a debatable uh, question, Jimmy, because you know he's been uh, he's been let go twice, but he's been let go twice in a span of like six months. That that sure. caters to your ego, you know. I don't I don't want to oh, be fired sure. from the same job in, in the span of six months, you know. I have my pride, so I want to go somewhere else at least work about a year or a year and a half before I want to leave yeah. and go back home. So. Give or take that, oh. Jimmy, that he should go back. And the live Lily is getting to me, too. So, you know. Uh, it's going uh, to be a she dream match. She the camera more than Jeff does. And it's, it's, no, it's, she, uh, she's on camera more than Samoa Joe. Give her take. Give, give that credit right there. But, <laughs> but Samoa Joe, Jimmy, I don't know. I, I think he wants to at least... <laughs> Excuse me. He wants to at least stay in AEWC where this venture goes. I mean, he's got the title, so you know, and the, and the schedule works for his body. So, and he, and and the checks are clearing. Remember, Tony Khan is overpaying everybody. So, give or take. <laughs> well, that's a fair point. But as far as that title goes, though, it's come on, man. It's it's part of a defunct, you know, company. I mean, are we even going to get a Ring of Honor on television? Who the hell knows, man? So. Let's it try to keep in mind too. Let's try to keep in mind that if if the backstage news around the time that Samoa Joe was originally let go um, right. is true, then what happened was he was fired by Vince. Triple H absolutely went to bat for him, like really went to bat for him. Brought him back as an NXT star, and then he got released after Triple H had a heart attack and couldn't couldn't protect him anymore. So the guy who was your guy in the other company is now running the company so a lot of the stuff that happened to people in the wwe previously is being pretty well washed away by at least perception i don't know if that's actually true but that's the perception in the world of professional wrestling right now is that all of those old beefs all of those old problems they're being pushed to the side and it's triple h has come in and he said look if you're good we want to give you a shot Absolutely. I mean, yeah, for sure. I agree. Jeff, any closing comments? I agree exactly with what Chris said. It makes perfect sense. I mean, I don't think you get scarred that much by a company. You, It's the people in the company. I, You know, to Samoa Joe, WWE isn't a particular place. The people who run it are the particular place. I have nothing against, you know, any old employer that I work for. You know, if, if two of you know, two of the partners fell into the ocean, and one of the partners said, "Do you want to come back?" I would, I would listen. Uh, but as long as they're there, no, it's 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 the same thing. So, yeah, absolutely. If Triple H was interested, I'm sure he would be interested as well in any sort of role. Um, and I, I yes, the work schedule can't be beat, and, and the checks are clearing. But I do okay, guys, like I suck, sorry to interrupt. I'm, to I'm back to being drowned by the Hi. sea of children, so I'm gonna let Hi. you guys Hi. go. But have a good Hi. rest of the show. Bye, <laughs> bye man. Feel free to join. Bye. 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 Well, well, that still was, more uh, insightful than I am. So <laughs> that was Chris and uh, and his children. I mean that was pretty crazy. Well, that was more like anyway, his children and Chris. But <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he got he got swarmed. All right, uh, but it was just, I'm just happy that he made a little appearance. But uh, guys, uh, you know what? Before we move on, I want to ask you something, Prof. 
and I've been wanting to get your thoughts. What do you think of this whole CM Punk Moxley situation? People out there legitly think this shit is a shoot. It definitely is not a shoot, Prof. But please give me your thoughts on this whole situation because I think you would have some insightful thoughts, in my opinion, Prof. I, I don't uh, discount that this could be a work shoot from everything oh, that you know. it's definitely a work shoot. Definitely yeah. a work shoot. I mean, we all have to look at it. This was, some, this was planned by the lord and savior of wrestling, Tony Khan. He, his, his genius, guys. He's been working on this since Punk uh, did his springboard, you know, flop botch in la during one of those dynamite series and he said i got the perfect plan you know i'll say this because it's kind of funny and jeff could attest to this because he sees this on facebook but you know you give people give tony khan a little bit too much credit and cm punk a little bit too much credit like you know coincidence maybe that cm punk wanted to book himself in cleveland ohio the place that he walked out of wwe the place where he got he got his ass beat in his UFC debut in like two minutes, and he just said, "You know what? I want to book myself to get squashed in three minutes against John Moxley, so I can build something towards All Out." 100%. I don't. I don't know if I want to say I, I'm more interested in a Moxley Punk Two match in All Out without some kind of, you know, you better give me some more sizzle on the next dynamite to get me invested because John Moxley beat your ass. So punk and the, what was it on rampage? You know, I'm one of the 400,000 Jimmy and Jeff that I, I, that watch rampage, you know, on the fast national. So that's me. So it's all of us too. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I know what's going on and I saw the behind the scenes and Oh my, Oh, my foot gave away. I I couldn't feel nothing. And this is the way they sell this. So, you know, I didn't see a heel turn there. You know, where, where's this heel turn? Because he has a shirt that says in punk, we trust, you know, again, it's the little things that the fans are overdoing this and overbooking this. And it's not even playing on, on TV yet. So, you know, it's more on the fans that I get pissed off at. So, uh, you know, it is what it is, but I'm not invested yet on all out punk Moxley too, unless I, I need some more sizzle guys. And also prof, what about the whole hangman Adam page? And uh, or butterfly page, should I say? And um, CM Punk, is there some sort of legit heat here, or again, they're just you know doing the work shoot thing? You know, I think it's just the work shoot thing because you know, Colt Cabana is part of a uh, Adam Page's you know, Dark Order, uh, Dorks, right, right. so you yeah. know, put two and two together on that guy, so that that's what made it like, why is Adam Page trying to protect Colt Cabana? Like, he loves that Colt Cabana, but yeah, he doesn't want to take advice of leg- of not legends. I'm about to say, but people with experience, people who are veterans. Colt Cabana is a veteran. He's been in the game for 20 years, so I'm sure. Years, right, yeah, I'm sure Colt Cabana has given Adam Page some advice that he doesn't want to take. So why would he defend a veteran like that? So that's just the way I, I put my two and two cents together. Well, no, for sure, I agree with you 100. And as far as the Cleveland Chicago thing. I was recording with Jago yesterday, boys, and uh, for Uncaged. And um, funny enough, you brought up Cleveland. Well, I'm bringing up Chicago, all right? First of all, it was Chicago where, if you remember Cena versus um, uh, CM Punk in WWE, you know, for the to unify the WWE Championships, that happened in Chicago. Now, in my opinion, 
we could possibly get a double swerve, just like when um or a double turn, like Bret Hart and Stone Cold did at WrestleMania 13, which ironically again was in Chicago, right? And uh, I can see a situation where Punk can be the babyface in Chicago, right? But the heel everywhere else, like Bret was in Canada, and the heel in the states, right? I can see a scenario like that sort of panning out, which would make things kind of interesting because everything points, like you said, with Cleveland to Chicago. And we know how much of a marktard for Bret Hart Punk is, which wouldn't surprise me if we go full circle with, with that. So I can picture Moxley literally in a sharpshooter or something where he's bleeding just like Stone Cold and he passes out, doesn't give up. Hence, Punk wins the championship in his own hometown i can just see that happening the only problem i've got though if we still have this matchup for all out his ankle cannot be better within 10 days or whatever it is next week i think it's on as a matter of fact the a week from today yeah so it's a week from tomorrow Mm -hmm. it's a week from today there you go so realistically his ankle cannot be better by then right it's willis reed it's a it's a miracle Exactly, and that's uh, the problem that I have. Who was was the Olympian that uh, broke her ankle and still stuck the landing? Really? Uh, Well, I forgot. I know what you're talking about. Katie Shrug. It was the 96 Olympics. I forgot her name. Oh, Carrie Shrug. Carrie Shrug, yeah. Oh, wow. I I agree with everything that both you guys said. I think both these guys are heels and faces already, so it doesn't really matter. It's easy to do it. I don't think it matters where you are and what kind of role you play because – nobody's going to boo CM Punk that buys a ticket to an AEW show and no one's really going to boo John Moxley either, you know, unless they actually, you know, pull a new Jack and, and, you know, try to kill someone in front of them for real. But uh, the one thing I would like to know, I mean, it's very curious that we've heard who spoke at this talent meeting and it's very interesting that neither the world champion nor the interim world champion spoke at this meeting. Uh, But I have a feeling that that one day we're going to find out that CM Punk and John Moxley either both weren't there or one of them wasn't there, or if they were, they were sitting right next to, they were flanking Tony Khan on each, on either side. Jesus Christ, man. But for both of them, Jeff, just be like, this has nothing to do with me because I have no gripes with AEW right now because I'm in a position where I'm drawing. I'm in a position where I have the most TV time. I'm in a position where I'm most valued. So, you know, if you yeah, talk about that, that, that defeats the purpose of the meeting, though, which is just everyone's supposed to be equal and say you're all here to play a role and do the job and and whatever your gripes are, just how you're going to resolve them. But just like you said, Jeff, eloquently, they're Gen Ys, Gen Zs. Those are the complainers. <laughs> Punk is not complaining anymore because he got what he had, he has asked for since uh, 2011. He just wants to be on the top of the card. He's there in AEW as as the top of the card. He's there, you know, as part of WrestleNomics. He's the one that's drawing the most views. So you know that match did what it did. So at the end of the day, he's delivered. Mox, him and Mox delivered. Now the question is again, like Jimmy put out that scenario with Chicago. You do the double turn. I, I, I'm Chicago is not gonna is not gonna play along with that scenario, Jimmy. In my opinion, because again, Punk is, you know, he can't do no wrong in Chicago. Just like you said, he right. could be the good guy in Chicago. He can do the heel. He can cheat. He can pull, pull the tights. He can put his foot on the ropes, and he will still get cheered. Will it work in like San Antonio to get booed out the building? Yeah, maybe. But again, AEW fans are just kind of like sheeple to like try to manipulate 
trying to do the heel and, and baby face thing because as far as we're concerned, Tony kind of said it, there ain't no heels. There ain't no baby faces in AEW. They just go along with the storyline. So it doesn't work either way because the fans manipulated too much to a direction right, that right. doesn't make sense. <laughs> it, it, it sure doesn't make sense. And uh, it's bizarro world in, or should I say bizarro galaxy in AEW because, like I said, the only good thing that's coming out of all these shit, guys, for me, is that it's entertaining watching this sort of play out. You know what I mean? Even though as bad as this crap is, it still brings a smile to my face because just how incompetent this company can be. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think, to be honest, since Triple H has come into WB as the head guy, I feel like the whole landscape of professional wrestling has become rattled because of this. For And I think they, they're rattled for no reason. Like, TK's just got to relax, calm down, and get his shit together, and everything will be fine. And as far as the talent meeting that you brought up, Jeff, earlier, mm-hmm. I heard Kenny Omega was the harshest in that meeting, apparently, to the point where he was berating a lot of Oh, Jimmy. So, to find out what's going on, but we'll see. Sorry, I'm freezing. You, you froze oh, right when you were about to make an eye. eloquent point. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you, but you, you look drunk right now, so that's a good picture, so keep that. Yeah. It's like your that's your mugshot picture. That's your Jeff Hardy right there. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Jesus Christ. Again. Anyway, guys, um, any final thoughts on that matter? And then we'll move on to a couple of stories and then we'll take it home. Jeff. No, but I mean, I, I you know, Kenny Omega being the harshest. I mean, I, I don't know. Kenny Omega, like, if you only knew him from the last year in his statements, it would be it would he'd sound like me. It's like a completely different person than the prior you know 10 years of me being aware of him interesting prof any any uh final thoughts again if you got to be harsh to gen z wires uh i don't care kenny omega has got to tell the truth and that's an ugly truth and just like jeff said and i think a lot of fans have got to understand this you, there's a place on the card somebody's got to open the show Somebody's got to be a curtain jerker. Somebody's got to count the lights and somebody's got to draw the money. Y'all cannot be the same thing. I don't care. I don't care about, you know, John Hungy. He's not the man. He's not AEW flag bearer. No, but he served a purpose. You know, Willie Yuta is is an up and coming star for AEW fans, but he's not the face of AEW. Same thing for Daniel Garcia. You know, there's a debate about him too. So, you know, again, these guys have got to understand you got a place on the card, but you're not there yet. It takes years. But some, some of these guys just don't understand that reality of the wrestling business because you know why? They don't want to be in the wrestling business for like a career like a Dustin Rhodes. They don't want to be in the or like Ric Flair for 40, you know, 30, 40 years. They want to get paid right now. They want to be in the main event right now. So I guess Kenny Omega. You know, we might not see eye to eye. The professor and Kenny Omega might not see eye to eye, but if you had to be harsh, I'm on the professor's you know, I'm on his side. He's got to be, you know, on that. But as, as far as FTR, fuck him. But, you know. Thank you. It's, it's the, Thank I mean, you. A lot of these younger folks don't understand is that until AEW, the, alter, the alternative to being, you know, on the bottom of the card or on, you know, being on the bench was being released. You know, and and even with WWE hoarding people for the two or three years prior to that as well, 
Um, so I, they never, most of them never knew a time of living in their cars and things like that. I mean, like Ricky Starks did and, and Eddie Kingston probably remembers, which is probably why he's so fiercely loyal and, 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 you know, sort of lost his mind a little bit, but a lot of these folks, they don't understand the alternative to being playing a pivotal role is unemployment, not, not getting paid six figures for doing nothing. Absolutely correct. There's a value with catering. Enjoy See catering, you. guys. <laughs> Three guys right here will work for food. <laughs> Not here. Star. Been... Star. Uh, I... <laughs> Main eventer. Wherever oh, she goes. Geez. Well, guys, speaking of uh, of FDR. backstage stuff and heat, and we're still keeping it with AEW, obviously, we get Thunder Rosa talking about rumors of her injury being at work, which I think it is, and backstage heat in AEW. To say Thunder Rose has had a rough week, though, boys, is an, is an understatement. But as seen on AEW Dynamite this week, the women's champion announced an injury, which led to the announcement of an interim AEW women's title match for AEW All Out 2022. Additionally, Rosa was included in some backstage reports claiming she is dealing with heat and other issues behind the scenes in AEW as of late. During a recent appearance on Busted Open Radio, the women's wrestling star addressed these topics and more, Feature below are some highlights. So on, on what's it called? The Greco asks Rosa on those who feel her injuries are work. Uh, Thunder Rosa goes on to say, this is not fake, not a work. If I can't fucking work, I can't fucking work. I'm sorry, guys. I want to walk when I'm 40. I want to have kids. I have the right to say, no, I can't walk. I can't do it. I don't want to have surgery and be out longer. Then she gets asked again, on reports of her dealing with backstage heating AEW and other behind-the-scenes issues, she goes on to say, if anyone has a problem with me, anyone, call Busted Open, call my number, you can tell me to my face. I don't hide from problems. I don't run from my problems. You can talk to me. My door is always open. Jeff. Twitter deactivated. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For sure. But what's your, what's your opinion on this, man? Is there heat? To me, it sounds like there is. Mental health is health, and I think it's time everyone here realizes it. So an injury to her mental health, her feelings are hurt. That's a real injury. <laughs> well, in today's day of age, yeah, it is, uh, 100%. Prof, what's your feeling on this? Has she got heat? Is she dealing with an injury, or is this just plain old shit, basically? I think for Thunder Rosa, the reality has hit that she might have had some reputation in the indies she might have had Indeed. this kind of reputation in mission pro wrestling and nwa but they were they were small you know small time guys so now you in AEW, the second biggest company in the united states sec you know could be the third biggest company in the world behind you know wwe new japan and all that stuff so she you know there's a bigger platform and a lot more eyes on her uh transgressions from the past so now it's all coming to fruition here so did she fake an injury? I don't know. I mean, again, I try to, you know, give the benefit of the doubt. So, you know, but the, the one thing that I kind of find weird is, is the timing. The timing of the injury is right now. What is she doing? You know, again, just like Jeff said, they don't fight a lot. It's Friday. It's Wednesday. It's a pay-per-view on a Saturday or a Sunday. I mean, is she working like seven days out of the week jimmy and jeff can we confirm that is she working you know nwa or mission pro or something in texas or something like that like monday tuesday 
Thursday and Sunday, or whatever, guys. She earns missing pro. She doesn't need to book herself. Right. So, I, and she's getting a good paycheck from AEW, but she's been the worst AEW Women's Champion. So you know, the people have, have said that you know from jump. Her reign yeah, is stopped. True. Her reign has been non, you know, not non-existent, not an eventful when the TBS cha- championship of Jay Cargill takes precedent over uh Thunder Rosa's AEW Women's World Title uh reign. So Thunder again, cut the shit. was that Thunder cut the shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, cut the shit, Thunder. Cut the shit. Well, you know what? Again, while I was doing the show with uh Jago yesterday with Uncaged. He's got some inside info. I, I think we all know that he's got a, a few connections sure. in professional wrestling, and he knows a lot. He's actually close to a lot of guys in AEW. According to him, uh, the injury is legit, but also there is legit heat, though, and apparently there's two sort of cliques going on. One is Britt Baker's little clique, and the other is Thunder Rose's clique, and there's legit heat between the two of them, between the two groups. So, I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. Every wrestler always has a legit injury. I think there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. And I think she wants to call this an injury, but she's just hurt because of the heat, and the heat's a little bit hot. And for someone who said my door is always open, she deactivated her Twitter account. Oh, really? Wait, wait, she did? So that was yeah, legit said, when you said, said that. I'm going oh, Twitter. Shit. Please respect my privacy. No. Well, someone else wrote it because it said, please respect Thunder Rose's privacy. For all business wow. inquiries, contact, and it had somebody's uh, other Twitter address. So she's still feeling bill. So her business manager or husband or somebody is still fielding business inquiries, which I assume involve indie wrestling. So how hurt can she be? Wow. Wow. I mean, what else does oh, she well, do? Go to autograph dollars. Yeah, no. She's full of shit, man. After you just confirmed that. I, mean, what's your I, I, I would like to know uh who's Thunder Rosa's click right now. Well, apparently Tony Storm, I assume, is is you know with her. Um that's about it, really. Or Athena. Well, I heard she didn't want to lose the belt yeah. to Tony Storm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. Okay, well. Who's her clip? I don't know. We, we know it's not even leaked, so we know it ain't even Diamante. Yeah, well, did look, she to get be abandoned fair, by Abaddon? I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, to be honest, Tony Storm doesn't even look happy in AEW anyway. Ever since she actually joined AEW, she does not seem the same Tony Storm. That's yeah. what. Tony that's Storm the feeling I get. The most overrated wrestler that I've uh, ever heard she of. Was and, good, and ever made she was good. She was good. I think she was a lot better than she, what we've seen right now. I don't think she's overrated. I don't know, Prof. Do you think she's overrated? You got a smirk on your face, like you're gonna agree with uh, you know, you Mr. know, Lippman over here. You know, her wrestling uh, skills have diminished ever since she got a pyre in her face from Charlotte Flair. It's fucking Look. true. It's fucking true. And it's just like just said, me- mental anguish, mental faculties, fuck with her from that pie face. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Definitely. I I don't think maybe the passion to wrestle. I think she's it's trying gone. to prove a point. No, no, she's trying right. to prove a point to like okay. Vince McMahon, like I can do this and I can, you know, draw and I can, you know, I could do this my way. Is she having fun? I don't know. But once a week and you're getting overpaid. I mean, again, my mental faculties be like, damn, once a week, you give me this money. <laughs> I feel I'm thinking different. I thing because Mark Sterling hasn't been the same ever since he took the cake to the face either. He's Man, been happier. He's been happier. Sugar, <laughs> sugar hot. 
Where is Sterling anyway? I mean, shit, I haven't seen him in a few weeks. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know, but he's he better not be one of the ones complaining. That's for damn sure. Um, oh, damn. I don't know. All I know about Tony Storm is that she's always making the cry face just like Liv Morgan. Yeah, that's true too. That that annoys me. But uh, yeah, I don't think she's overrated though. I think she does have the talent. Like the prof said though, whether she still has the passion for this sport is another question because I think she has lost a lot of passion, definitely, 100%. But last but not least, and we're still sticking with the AEW news because that's where most of the juicy news tidbits are coming from. But we get a Sammy Guevara issuing statement reacting to reports regarding alleged backstage altercation with Eddie Kingston. And I'm sure you guys have seen this. But Sammy Guevara has broken his silence regarding the rumored backstage issues between himself and Eddie Kingston. The AEW star and former TNT champion released a statement to Fightful Select on Thursday to address reports claiming the Mad King took a swing at the Spanish God during a behind-the-scenes altercation that followed a promo segment between the two on AEW programming earlier this month. Guevara's statement reacting to the reports regarding this alleged incident reads as follows. As a professional, you communicate things that you don't want to be said. Like other people I've been in programs with and have worked with Matt Hardy, Jericho and others. And I did communicate of what I didn't want to be said in this angle and Eddie didn't. But Eddie did not do the same and Eddie did not mention to me or the coaches or TK or anyone in AEW what he didn't want said. So after Taze and my match with Sky Blue and Dante, I cut a promo on Eddie insulting Eddie and the fans as a heel, which I know the thing everyone loves to do is hate me and Tay. So I'm the perfect person to play this asshole character for Eddie to ultimately beat at all out. I see what people say online about Eddie and his appearance, which anyone who legitimately shames Eddie for how he looks can go to hell. It's the same people who shame me for being too small. So Sammy Guevara, the character, I could be the physical person playing that person that Eddie can shut up at all out. But Eddie did not do the professional thing and communicate to me, which if he did... I never would have said uh, w- w- I never would have said it because the last thing I want to do is hurt someone for real. So after the promo, I get to the back and Eddie's flipping out, yelling, "You can't call me fat! You can't call me fat!" over and over again. I'm trying to walk down the stairs in Gorilla, making a big scene. People get in between us. Eddie tries to pie face me, and he more lo- like touches my face. It was weird, and everyone backs everyone up. It was unfortunate because this promo was on a taped show and easy could have been edited, which they ended up doing anyways. I know this isn't Eddie's first time being aggressive and getting out of control backstage. I know he had to do some kind of anger management after this whole thing. This whole thing was very unnecessary, but it is what it is. Live and learn, I guess, on to the next we go. Prof, <laughs> what the fuck is going on at AEW's crash? You know, for Sammy to have limits to to his character and Ty Mello's character, wasn't he and Ty, you know, going along with the character because the fans did not like Sammy and Ty's relationship because Sammy, you know, dropped Pam to the curb? So he ran with it. Let me just say this, and I'm not defending anybody. I'm just trying to give you the bullet points here. He ran with a character because of the fans' resentment towards what Sammy did with Pam. So n- number one. Right. So I, I've heard that Sammy has this, you know, he he's guarded about people saying anything about that relationship, which is funny. 
I kind of find it very hysterically funny because he doesn't want a, a wrestler to address it. Who's the perfect wrestler to address that? Eddie Kingston. That could have been used. Oh, definitely. Right. So that that's the way I look at it. But now let's flip it to Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, out of all the stuff, you could talk about Eddie Kingston's history. You could talk about his mannerisms. You could talk about his reputation. The one trigger for Eddie Kingston is his body, body shaming. I don't, I don't buy that. I, I really don't buy that. Eddie Kingston has this soft spot for anybody calling him fat. For it must have been. It, it must. I got a belly right now, so if you if you see my belly, I'm like, okay, yeah, I look pregnant. So what? No, no lightweights here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only Adonis that we rep, we we recognize here is Adrian Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, big guys are like teddy bears. I mean, that, I mean, Eddie Plushy. Kingston can Plushy. run with this. I'd hug you, prof. Yeah, Eddie Kingston oh, should man. run with that. I mean, he can flip things. You know, in the game of dozens, Eddie, I I hope he listens to this. I know Eddie's a PWCI, but Eddie, <laughs> you got to flip things that you don't like and make them feel like it's stupid enough to even bring it up. It's called the dozens. Eddie Kingston's <laughs> in his 30s or 40s, so he should know this, just like we yeah. are. We know the Absolutely. game of dozens. If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, Eddie. I hate to say this. And for Eddie Kingston, you know, he had, he's had a journey just to get to this point of a platform that's big enough and for people that want him, you know. But again, the drawback of Eddie Kingston is his appearance. Is Eddie Kingston AEW heavyweight championship material? No, not for marketing purposes, not for drawing. And this is me saying this. But does he serve a purpose as the, you know, a guy with heart, a guy with determination, a guy who never say die, never say quit? I give you that. He could be the the total underdog, but he ain't no world champion. He's not a marketing, uh, you know, baby face for me. So, you yeah, know, there's some the realities. Know your worth, Eddie. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. Sorry, Jeff. What would you oh, say? Well, not even Kevin he, Owens. He, he could be there, Kevin Owens, to an extent. He's a good oh. talker. Doesn't except Kevin Owens is a better worker than that at Eddie Kingston. But it doesn't he's matter. Just, you see, with the thing with Kevin Owens, though, he's such a total package in many ways, other than his look, right? That you can forget his look, right? But you can forget he's that good, though, so that you can forget in a, in a work. Well, he wouldn't get upset well, about it. He'd say, actually, actually, he's, he's blocked me. He blocked me on Twitter for actually posting a funny video of a guy sort of powerlifting who looked like him, right? And he blocked me. That's because he doesn't <laughs> powerlift. No, that's because, but he doesn't work with you. Anyway, this is, listen, Sammy's statement was fine until the last three sentences. And then you could tell what he really thought because, because the whole time he's saying the right thing, you know, he's sharpening the blade on the whetstone just out of camera view. And at the end, he went around and stabbed him right in the kidney. So listen, I think I don't think this helps anyone. I don't think that Eddie looks good. He's been very public about his struggles with mental health. So this helps yeah. him look oversensitive. I mean, at 41 or 40 or however, if you don't know what you look like and you're not okay with it at that point, e either shut up about it or do something about it. So, you know, but don't stay in the public eye and complain about it. And as you, for you know, guys, there's something on the market he could get. Waste guards. You could just waste guard it, 
He can look like he has a, he has a fucking stomach. stomach. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's also this other thing he can do, which is called go to the Blood gym and diet. I mean, that. Right. He, he's, he has, listen, you can say what you like about Kenny Omega or, you know, or whatever, but I'm sure that he has perfect nutrition and he can help oh, somebody sure, right. lose and reshape 15 pounds probably within two months. And obviously Jericho has access to drugs that help you lose <laughs> 20 pounds in about 20 days because he did it right before our eyes. And no, nobody crazy. does that naturally. So anyway, the, the, anyway, neither one of these guys looks good in this. You know, Sammy has a history with, you know, he had to go to sensitivity training himself. So him calling out someone for having to go to mandated anger management tra training is a little bit stupid because it just makes me remember that he had to go to stupid sensitivity training for something he said when he was 22 that he had to pay for when he was 26, using an expression that, that every sophomore, you know, teenage boy is used not in a literal sense. Um, right, right. Anyway, nobody looks good here. Nobody looks tough. Nobody looks strong. They, they just sort of said... Tony addressed in the back. We, we we both know what to do going forward. We'll, we're we didn't handle it professionally. We're professionals. Got out of hand. The end. No no further comment. That's it. That's I, it. I yeah. I did say that um it's Kingston that looks like the little bitch here in this situation, in my opinion, because Guevara is just a little young punk sort of type well, of guy. Right? Guevara you know is I mean? a little bitch, and and you didn't right. necessarily think Kingston was a little bitch. You already thought Guevara was a little bitch. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you know, Kingston just got triggered for like, you know, silly reasons in many ways. But uh, he's got to get over it, man. All these mental issues. And look, we've all got mental issues one way or the other, right? Even it's just part of being human. Fuck up. Yeah, bad. I agree. 100%. Just shut the fuck up. You can't even say, I got heat, dude. Guys, both of you. you know how I used to say about AEW and bipolar booking, mm -hmm. right? I got heat for that. I was getting messy. I won't mention who it was. But I got told to stop saying that, right? And I did for a little while. But you know what? Now, fuck that. I'm not giving shit about anyone yeah, having bipolar. Nah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not giving, you know, but let's Just be honest, man. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not using it in the context to give shit to anybody. I'm using it because. That's the best way I can describe AEW's booking at times. Well, this right? point's not bipolar; it's multiple personality disorder. Yeah, exactly. This is schizophrenia. I mean, bipolar you shit. should be criticized for because that's only two polarities. Right. This right. is all over the freaking place. This, yeah, there's no, magnets true. everywhere with different charges. Unbelievable, guys! Unbelievable. Well, whatever's hey, going on in AEW, on AEW, FTR apparently has been left out of the the Fight Forever video game. Yes, which is odd. Now, funny you bring that up, Jeff. Should we be speculating or sure. this is just not? Oh, I already know the truth. We already know the truth. We know the truth, guys. Stop, educate us. I'm listening. I'm a student. Please. I'm enrolling. The, the truth <laughs> for the PWCites of why a team like FTR, one of the greatest tag teams of 2022, Right now, the top tag team in pro wrestling today is left out of AEW Fight Forever. And you know what? FTR has been with AEW since 2020, July of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. So the production of this game should have at least started in 2021. So how convenient that people from 2021 who got signed like Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, CM Punk, they're conveniently in the game, but FTR, who's been there since 2020, 
who has a little bit more legs of seniority are not in this game. There's only two people that that have screwed out FTR again, and that's the young cucks. That's Matt and Nick Jackson. You screwed the young bucks, guys, out of all out, the tag team title for all, all that shit that I wanted to see. I wanted to see the bucks against FTR and for FTR to get all the gold. That's just my humble opinion. And that could have been the main event if you did not have to do Punk and Moxley, too. That's just me. Absolutely. So that's easy. And now number two. Speculate in two other areas, not to take away from what the prof said, because I've heard a lot of that, but I don't need to say it. You still got point number two that you're not letting him say, Jeff, just quietly. So one for AEW, one which maybe makes sense for both these teams. It's possible that FTR had an FTR option to extend their contracts and they let it be known that they're not going to do so. And so maybe AEW took them out Two, perhaps, uh, or they said, we're not going to extend our contract. Don't, don't negotiate with us. You know, either one of those things is the same or two that they are in the game, except you have to buy a special, you know, they don't have a characters like, Hulk Hogan and Bruno Sammartino. So you may have to buy them, or maybe there's a Ring of Honor tier where you would buy them and Claudio and Samoa Joe and Colt Cabana and something like that. So maybe they're in that. You don't get them with the $59.99. Later on, you've got to pay $99 for them or pay for 9,000 hours, then you unlock them. So maybe they come later. So those are the two possibilities. One, you know, pro FTR, not so much on AEW side. The other one, Maybe this is part of a plan to make the money, make the game have residual income. Hmm, interesting, interesting. But, well, but I Jeff, think... I, I would say this. Oh, yes. For the Claudios and Samoa Joes who came in later, I can understand the DLC updates because they came after the production. They came after mm-hmm. all that stuff. But FTR have been there since 2020, and I think they did resign. So, you know, they, they're happy with what their Thank positioning you. is. But maybe they have an option to opt out. Listen, I'm just saying maybe. No, no, I, I, I'm not saying you're, you're wrong. I'm just saying that I'm just looking at it from the optics of this team has been there since 2020, so they should have been the first tiers. Believe me, I don't understand of either. I, I don't understand why you have a team that's got three sets of belts, uh, you know, one of which is under your control, um, and, and they don't make it into your game. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. So I'm just trying to make sense of it beyond politics believe me i prefer yours yours is much more dramatic it's terrific uh, <laughs> and they and they're getting bitched out of, of all out where again they're on the bottom of the card where they should be in the main event with the, the scenario with the young cucks did not want to do the the, the right business and you know this everybody knows this but they don't want to say it because i keep getting this excuse from a lot of guys on facebook and, and jeff knows this i got that one response oh they'll they'll write you know They'll play it out later on. How do you play it out later on when you got the number two pay-per-view on the calendar all out? Double or nothing and all out are your biggest pay-per-views for AEW, and you don't want to play out this payoff that you've been working on with FTR for the last six months, beating the Briscoes and match of the year quality uh, type stuff, winning the IWGP tag team titles, and you don't want them to be basically the co-main event of All Out against the Young Bucks for the tag team titles because you want to put the Young Cucks in the trios tournament? Who cares a flying? Four titles, you know what? Four titles in, in, in a match that has absolutely no importance. 
with with a tag team that's washed up and doesn't work for your company and most people are not interested in it's weird man it's it's real weird but the thing is this heat between the bucks and uh fdr has been going on for many years and um I mean, do we are we still supposed to think this shit's legit still going on between these four? Because I'm no, a bit puzzled I, here, I guys. You can have do professional you jealousy. You can have a professional rivalry, Jimmy. But you got to do what's right for business. And the Absolutely. Bucks are not doing what's right for business. You got all out on the horizon. You had that. You already had a money match. That's all I'm just saying. You had a money match there. And now look at the tag team titles. I ain't no, no disrespect to Keith Lee and Swerve, but again, that match against Acclaimed, that's that's what you start the show with. Young Bucks oh, and FTR, that's what you end the show with. Or one match before the heavyweight title match. That's what it is to me. And you know they're going to slip the guns into that match anyway as a make it a three-way. Could be. Yeah, you're right. You know what, to eat the pin, pretty much, and that's it? You know what I mean? That. Yeah, of course, silly, we're going to do it in you know, Stokely Hathaway has so far succeeded for exactly uh, one, uh, zero of his clients. Well, Facebook user says in the chat, the Bucks won't let someone outshine them on their company in the tag team division. But yeah, that unification I mean, match, listen, if that unification match was on All Out, I'd be buying All Out. Now, I probably still have to buy it anyway because of my obligations to the PWC and otherwise. But oh, it's well, lucky. I said we can have a watch party over here. That's even better. Because I don't want to pay for this. I don't. There's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing on this on this card that I'm interested in seeing. I have to be honest with you. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, look, man. I'll be honest, guys. I I feel like AEW pay per view builds lately have been pretty shonky, man. But still, like, the matches just... usually are like interesting right, right, enough. Even if the build stinks, you still want to... this. I don't. I don't care about Jericho versus Danielson. Uh, I, I don't. I don't care about the Motor City Machine Guns. This four-way women's title, I, I understand it was sort of slapdash. I get it, but I don't care about it. Jade Cargill versus Athena. I don't care about it. I don't. I, I guess I only have to list the whole card to say I don't care. Te- about technically, it. that's the only match that we had any build because everybody wanted to see Athena and Jade Cargill. So that's only sure. one match in this whole card that was built up for weeks. And that's even it. that was only after Chris Statlander got hurt. I, I am I am interested to see what happens in the Moxley CM Punk match, but not enough to buy a pay per view. I I would hear about it enough without, or I could get I could see that particular match on YouTube, you know, two days later. Yeah, true. I mean, look, obviously, uh, look, I don't know if I'm going to pay for it. Either way, I'm going to watch it though, right? But it maybe it could be like the WWE shows lately. Look at their pay per views, or sorry, their premium live events. Their builds have been pretty crap, and the matchups have been pretty shit. Let's be honest, like the cards, but they've been bangers. You know what I mean? They've still been pretty good. Like so, maybe we get in one of those scenarios with AEW. Hello. 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 How are you? <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> have you met? Have you have you, have you met Lasa Karia? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice Hello. to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> he always does this, Prof. Jeff, I know Jeff always of makes things because nobody <laughs> believes it's true. You had to ask for a vision for of what? Yeah, I, I never doubted Jeff. I never doubted it. Don't worry. <laughs> if Lee Lanny Papo, you know, co-signs it, I'm with you too. <laughs> you heard that? You heard uh, Lee Lanny Papo, one of our top fans, one of our, one of our top tier <laughs> Patreons. 
Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, guys, nice to meet you. Nice Enjoy. to meet you. Bye-bye. Bye. Did you just go woof? <laughs> hey, she seems a little bit pissed off with you, actually, Jeff. What have you done, man? <laughs> what haven't I done? Wait, did she take Lily? No, well, I put Lily in, the, in her safe. Oh, <laughs> lucky, lucky for you. <laughs> put Lily in a, in a lockbox. <laughs> the only women anyway. in his, the, the only two women in his life, Lily and her. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, and they're both more than I can handle. <laughs> they, they got. I'm, I'm telling you, they can. You could get some prescriptions for that, Jeff. You know. Yeah, it's called Viagra. We're, well, we're look. We're waiting for some sponsors. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Blue Chew. Yeah, they, exactly. They sound like Ubu. Ubu. Yeah. Well, we've been calling them out on numerous shows lately, actually. So let's see. Woo Maybe one Chew. Day. Well, you know, Hammer like Hangover Chew. is sponsored by Woo Chew. <laughs> You've got all sorts of sponsors at Hammerlock Hangover, no well, doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, we, we have uh, Preparation Triple H when the family business is kicking <laughs> you in the ass. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's real good. Speaking Woo of, to, before we go... Jim Rossi, you be believe the nature boy! Woo! Choo. Well, before we do go, actually, guys, did anyone check out Vince McMahon's 77th birthday bash? I was there. Oh, yeah, so was I. So was I. I was in the back uh, washing woman? the dishes because I could, you know, I could follow that stereotype. Why? Yeah, I was gonna say why? Why? Because you're Puerto Rican. Yeah, of course. I mean, come on, bro. And what <laughs> I was I doing? York, smashing so plates. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> Jesus Christ! You yeah, guys I are characters, you park man. My car. Who? Me or or or, or you know, I wouldn't let you drive my car. You drive along <laughs> the street. <laughs> well, yeah. And backwards. Actually, I'm sure I could get used to driving on the opposite side. It's just the same thing, just on the opposite side of sure, everything. Do it with Christmas Turning. Uh, they drive on the right too in Canada, don't they? No, they drive same as the United States. I know because I've right, driven right. in Canada. Except, except they Good use neighbors. kilometers instead of miles. Good neighbors, yeah, decent okay, neighbors. Okay, I, I, I can and I they, can do that conversion close enough. And they use Celsius instead of Fahrenheit. That I have no, I have no idea what that means. You're actually pretty good at it. Every time you guess it, just quietly, but yeah. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, Prof, is anything else we need to touch on, I think, before we go? Or, like, I think that's about it. I, I think the uh, star-studded uh, Vince McMahon's 77th birthday party was a who's who. You had John Cena and his wife. You had Brock Lesnar. I saw Pat McAfee. And, yeah. you know, the, the woman in Vince McMahon's life now that's that did not look like Linda McMahon, which I've always said, he and her have been separated for decades with people who looked at me like, oh, they have it. I'm like, no, they they are they are separated, but they're together for, you know, appearance purposes and for political purposes and, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. all that stuff. But Vince McMahon is a rich pervert. And he and this girl signed her NDA, guys. So, you know, there's no uh, issues about that. The NDA has been cleared, so she's having fun right now. So when it's her time to cash out, all she has to do is, you know, honor that NDA and she'll get paid. I give her about another six months before she, she was mid forties. She, she's not signing. He doesn't need her to sign any NDA. No, I, I think that there is an. There's always an NDA, Jeff. You, you know what it is? Is because the the man who's living this life right now, especially for what he's going through and what he still is going through behind the scenes and investigations and you know if you're going to do real sports uh, documentaries. 
He's got to have any woman sign some kind of agreement like, you are not talking about me. You're not talking about me for any other news interviews or any other thing. So I will not be surprised if any girl, whether in her teens or her 40s, is not signing some kind of agreement with Vince McMahon. Maybe, but the price has gone markedly down. The Netflix thing, like I always said, is gone now. No, it's back on. And the only reason is? is they had to figure out what the ending was going to be. That's all. That's all it ever so was. So it's back. 100% it's confirmed. Yeah, yeah the director oh, okay. confirmed it. Interesting. Yeah. They just, they just right, need to cool. read. They just Now they know what the ending is going to be. The investigations are substantially complete. Maybe there'll be some federal investigations, but whatever it is, mo- what most people don't realize, and in fairness, I didn't realize it either until I was educated by a securities uh, expert, and this is that he spent his own money for the benefit of the company, and it's a publicly traded company, and as the majority owner, even when you spend your own money, the company must report it and expense it, even though it's not the company's money. And it's just an antiquated rule or a rule that doesn't necessarily apply here for someone can't prop up their failing publicly traded company to make it look profitable. That's, that's all it is. So if Professor had Professor Incorporated, but Professor Incorporated never made a dime, but Professor was very wealthy, and kept giving it $10 million a year to look like it made $10 million a year, he has to report that. That's that's all it's about. It's it's nothing nefarious. And the money that was paid to Trump, the Trump Foundation, first of all, celebrities do that all the time, say, pay to my foundation. Nothing wrong with Vince doing that. It just had to be expensed. Now, you know, you can say what you want about the Trump Foundation since, but it existed, and it was able to, and it was a tax, uh, you know, exempt entity at the time. And I just kept saying from Jump Street, all he is going to have to do is just pay some back taxes. And all WWE is going to have to do is just probably just what they did, re-audit and pay their investors back whatever they owe. That's it. It ain't that big of a deal. Just pay back what you owe with interest. If if anything, I'm not sure sure that they owe anything. If anything, it's expensing it would be would be that their investors would owe them money i mean this would be less profit so it's well, give or take jeff because you always know that these investors are going to sue wwe for any uh falsified documents so that's the thing it's always going to do and they'll settle we know this they'll they're well there are attorneys that were feet looking for that and whatever but yeah they'll settle but these are the, they have insurance for this, which is why they settle. Anyway, the, n- nobody cares about this on this show or, or requires its own episode. But yeah, there's, there's my question is, is Brock Lesnar was there, but no Sable? I did not see Sable. Mm-hmm. There was I no picture of that Them two are not really together either, but I don't know what to think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you should think about that. You should think about it's time to take a trip to the Great White North, Jimmy. And visit maybe, maybe Saskatchewan, right? That's where he's at. Chris. Yeah, visit Chris. And exactly. then take a left. <laughs> maybe maybe the plastic surgery has worn off on Rena Mero, so maybe she's not recognizable. Yeah, maybe Brock maybe. was getting some tips. Maybe it's time for him to, to trade in also. Yeah, God. Maybe go go yeah. after Bailey. Or yeah. go after Liv Morgan. Yeah, yeah you know, right. trade it for yeah. another blonde. Yeah, I mean, maybe Tiffany Stratton. Maybe, maybe, uh, boys. Before we do head home, um, do you guys think it's Christy Hemi that's that's part of these NDAs? The original one, yeah, absolutely. Yes, one hundred percent. 
we can all agree to that. I can't say 100%, but yeah, if you ask me who I think, yes, I 100% think it's that. Whether that's 100% factual, I'd say it's 98.9% factual. I'm on 99.1%. It's uh, Christy Hemme. And do you think she also had a shot at the game, uh, Triple H? Uh, if you remember, there was rumors about that too back then. I think she has a shot. I think that in her prime, she would have had a shot at anybody she wanted. She was a fantastic-looking woman. Oh, absolutely. And a fantastic fucking slut by the looks of it too. I mean, shit. Whoa! <laughs> That's allegedly. You got to use saying. the word. You got to put allegedly, the word allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. Once you put allegedly, allegedly. You're, you're protected. Like, is it allegedly <laughs> she was fantastic or allegedly that she was a slut? I mean, well, she, either way, she was either way, Jeff, you, use that sentence for both. Okay. <laughs> allegedly. You're a lawyer, Jeff. You're class, the lawyer. Protect me up. here, dude. I'm. I. I, I don't want to. I'm not calling her any. I'm, I said she was. A, she was a phenomenal looking woman. I'm, even <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, come on. I heard, but we all, the world heard, the entire well, PWC extraterrestrial universe. <laughs> extraterrestrial universe. Of madness I like it. I like it. Hey, just like the prof said about the skirmish, the skirmites. That is one of the best things you, anyone's ever said. By the way, that is so good. The PWC and the skirmites, you know, listen to the extra, the, the, the extraditioners, the extra, the extra the extraterrestrial extras, the extra diets, <laughs> something like that. The extra diets. Oh, well, no, it sounds like a method diets, though. No, it doesn't. It sounds like you're being you were arrested in the wrong jurisdiction and you're being sent to, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want to be called the extradite, you'd be criminals. So, but unless you know, you know, you like to live dangerously, so leave it to Jimmy to turn exactly. into something sexual for no reason. <laughs> It's like, everything's on about penis. Jimmy, right, guys? you're you're a fantastic <laughs> slot. That's that's how we can close the show, Jimmy. You're now that's a, not allegedly. Jimmy. That's factual. Yeah, that's no, factual. no, 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 no. Yeah. I've been with mine for twenty years. Come on, boys. Let's, let's, that, that's let's what, that's real... why you're fantastic at it because you haven't I'm been fantastic. Caught. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic. No offense, Christy, if you ever hear this uh, show, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Christy, Hemi, but... that ship has sailed for you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Eat your but heart boys. out, Christy, Hemi. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> Jeff. Tell him where they can. <laughs> he always does this to me, Prof. I can never get a sentence out towards the end. But Jeff, tell him where they can find you. Ah, mind your own fucking business and leave me alone. <laughs> on Twitter at IcarusFellMD. Oftentimes on the PWC and the many networks we cross pollinate with, like the PW Hustle, which the Prof proudly represents. Uh, also, I'm on some Hameen Media Group. Sometimes even on Channel Attitude, though, I might be fired after my remarks of earlier, though I'm pretty sure that the boss doesn't know I exist. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, uh, my shows are also on the Wrestling Soup Network, so shout out to Soup and that universe. Uh, Hammerlock Hangover is my wrestling podcast with Big Daddy Cool Steve Pena. We had Banana Williams Unpeeled from Zero News on a Friday night. So uh, we talked a lot of business then, including... Uh, the revelations that Tony Khan does not, in fact, own all of Ring of Honor, which is part of the reason why he can't get a TV show for them. Um, so check that out. You'll hear from the banana itself, and you'll get load up on potassium. My non-wrestling podcasts are Garden Doom and Garden Views on the Garden Doom feed. And the Doom is sort of esoteric things that go bump in the night, cryptid, ufology, history, alternative history, religion, alternative religion, you name it, we got it. And Garden Views tends to be more topical, often legal topics, but hopefully something that would be of interest to the general public writ large. And for you wrestling fans, just did one with a um, entertainment intellectual property lawyer on trademarks and copyrights 
and the like. So check those shows out and you can check them all out on the PWC. And I'm about five shows away from being 100% current on the PWC. Holy go, nice. Absolutely. <laughs> the good old Beverly Brothers. <laughs> I'm sure the prof remembers his tune. But anyway. Bowen Blake. <laughs> yeah, Bowen Blake, exactly. Um, but prof, man, thank you for being on the show, but tell them where they can find you, my friend. You can, yeah, you can find me on my Twitter at PWSOPROF, that's PWSOPROF. Taking a little summer hiatus break from the most nostalgic podcast out there, the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast, which I host along with the Tommy Wonder. So you can catch that on all pod meme streams. PWC, hopefully, it'll get uploaded. Or you can catch it on the PWS Networks, Pod Meme Media Group. So it's on all the platforms that's available. So you know, check me out on that, or you can check me out on the YouTube's on the PWS Networks. Beautiful, awesome, and obviously, if you want to follow me, yeah. like I said, I'm on a break. So if you need me, Jimmy, on the PWC just to be a, an extra day, ah. I'll do it. Ah, great! That that works out perfectly because, as a matter of fact, what are you doing tomorrow night? <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow night? Not you. Ah, shh, don't tell Jeff. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing Christy. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, beautiful. Well, well put. Well, I was <laughs> gonna say, how about you join the, the the good doctor himself and myself for the machismo? Am I oozing machismo? Am I am I you, worthy you, you to ooze the machismo? Be. If you're not who? As a matter of fact, you are. As a matter of fact, you are. Oh, okay. You're, you're oozing machismo right now, my friend. But. Can we each cover one hour? Jump... <laughs> hey, 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 that's an interesting concept. <laughs> Imagine that. Who gets hour number two? <laughs> that'd be funny, though. Well, that'd be an interesting sort of concept if you could actually get it right. Mm. But um, are you going to be around tomorrow, actually, Jeff? Listen, after I'm Raw. around. If you're committed to doing it quickly after Raw, then I will be there. I just, I just need fifteen to, minutes I'll after all. Otherwise, I can easily watch it on DVR on Tuesday. I know. I'd rather watch it on DVR. Believe me, but you know, but you've got to get it. The show at like starting at like eleven oh five or eleven fifteen. I will be eleven fifteen, not eleven oh five. Let's be real here, right? Because it takes a bit of time just to get all this shit happening. But well, you can start prof, fifteen minutes. Early. I know. Well, I did that today. As a matter of fact, with the extra, so I'm, I'll probably do that now. Hey, I'll set it up right now, <laughs> so that way there's no dilemmas, no delays. And prof, does that mean you're joining us? Ha- have your people call my people, and we'll see. We'll oh, work out all that. the de- details. <laughs> Who's your people? I'll who's get my people to call. Uh, Happy Stokeaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh really? Do I have to deal with him, Prof? Come on, bro. Of course. <laughs> I got the card. You know, it's it, it's good business. It's a good business dealing. Your card said Max Dupree. <laughs> oh, well, that you know, I got I got a lot of cards. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, in saying that, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network and also at DJ Massifix. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.podbean.com. We can find all our shows. Also, like and subscribe channelattitude.com, Hamin Media Group, the blowoffpod.com, and at the PW Hustle. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's the gunner of Doom, Jeff Littman. And that's the professor who's all out, Chavela Vera Cruz. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Extra right here on the PWC Network. See yous.
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.